Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. We are back for another episode of Drunk on Broad, Drunk on the Birds tonight. And I got, uh, I got, you know, my my uh, my friend from a friend from a friend. Hey, Manny, Manny, thank you for coming on. What's going on? Hey, Don, how you doing? Hey, people on Drunk on Broad, how's it going? Uh, you know, Manny, really good to have you on. How you been? No, I've been, I've been great. Um, I'm actually, um, it's an honor to be here in Drunk on Broad. Uh, I know that it, uh, I'm usually a special guest for, uh, you know, the other show that we're not mention right now. Because you can mention it. Hey, listen, you know, the one thing, Manny, we're on, on this pod, we're all, we're all about spreading the love. So we got, uh, so you know, big shout out to my. Yeah. Go ahead. Big shout out to my twin, Chip. Twin! Messy over there and so forth. Uh, no, but basically, I uh, want to thank you for uh, having me here on the show today. Uh, a little bit about myself. My name is Manny. I'm a, a middle-aged man who just loves sports and likes talking about sports. Originally, my team is the Las Vegas Raiders. Go Raiders. You know, big, crazy game last week. Woo, um, we can talk about that. Yes, we could should talk about the you know whole playoff picture. But at the same time, you know, I like sports, I like the Eagles, I like the you know, just the overall brand of that in itself. So I'm excited to be here and let's get the show on the road there, Don. Come on. Yeah, hey, listen, about- you know, Manny, before we you know, you, you can see our sponsors, you know, scrolling along the bottom here. We got uh you know, our 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 one sponsor, Lot Terrain Luxury Watches. If you're in the market for a new uh piece of uh wristwares. Uh, they've got some good, some really cool, uh, affordable stuff. Stuff that's going to look sharp, and it's not going to, it's not going to break the bank. And uh, we got our friends at Team Clicks, uh, who will have their uh, sports themed uh, glassware. So uh, you know, you can have your your sunglasses on for the for the birds game on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Pop the pop the sides off. You yeah, get you nice. got your inter- interchangeable sides. You can have uh, something for every season. Okay. So. Uh, you know, shout out to them, but Manny, let's get into it. We got we yeah. got a playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, we right. are in the playoffs. We we, playoffs we are playoffs. we are sitting at the casino table with a bunch of house money. Right? Pretty much. Yes, yes, we are. You know, I, I listen, I can sit here and say, never did I ever think that we would have the opportunity to be able to get 
playoff experience this I agree. season. Yes, I mean we. I mean other. Uh, I remember beginning of the season making myself clear that you know if they had a five hundred less than five hundred because of the odd, not only of the odd of the uh, weeks, um, that would be a great season in terms of like developmental and getting everything ready. But to be in the playoffs, that's a whole different story. Um, basically, they they prove. Well, it proved me, it proved all of us that, you know, with tenacity, craziness, and a little bit of luck, well, lots of luck, you can make it to the playoffs. So Listen, they, they, I mean, we said from the beginning of the year that, like, we were going to get as much experience out of this season as possible, right? Yeah. To see what you have in these players, to see what pieces you're going to see moving forward. Yes. And For it, me, like, I look at this and say, like, you know, what a better opportunity you have to get playoff experience. Mm-hmm. You're finding out you, you played meaningful games all the way until the last week of the season. Yes. Right. And, I, you know, not for nothing, but, you know, kudos to, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys Boy. for, you know, playing mm-hmm. the, the Eagles, you know, for running it up on the Eagles practice squad. Yes, pretty um, much. It's Cowboys at the end of the day, so you right. can't come on that. I mean, it at the end of the day, it's it's one of the it's one of the things like you said. Playoff experience is always a positive, and never you can never say no on that one. Uh, I'm hoping that you know overall the overall experience is you want to get a W, not saying no. You have a tall feat to get that W with the Buccaneers, right. but you know just to get to that level and you know play hard because I mean. Tell you the truth, like, I mean, last week we basically, when well, the Eagles basically played with, like you said, the practice squad. So, and I just, you know, think today, look at the news, some of the players are actually coming back from COVID protocol and all that stuff. So, we have a chance, well, we have a chance to have a, the, you know, the, start, the starting lineup right. for kickoff on Sunday. Uh, would they be in ready shape? I don't know. You know, that's the one thing they always have problems. But at the same time, like, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, it's not one of those games that, like, it's, you know, dragged on forever because, right. you know, the Buccaneers are showing their dominance. That, you know, again, if the offense, the defensive line can do their job, their offensive line, you know, can create those holes for, you know, the running backs, even protect, you know, Jalen, because I'm pretty sure he's going to start. Um, right. You know, that's a question mark right now, but he's going to start. Um you could have a chance to win the game. And again, like, you know, the beautiful thing about the NFL this year, especially with these 17 games um, play, is it's, it was so unpredictable. I mean, the stories we had, it was just crazy all aboard. I mean, it took to the last game to decide the AFC West, and that's right there. It just took crazy. until the last play of the last game. Yes. Right? So, like, that's right there. Like, that's, you know, that's what sports is about. Like, the, the drama, the craziness, the... The unpredictableness, the, the the excitement of it, and you know, so I'm hoping that I'm hoping for a good game. Basically, something that entertain me on a, on the Sunday afternoon and be like, you know what? Even if they, you know, Eagles lose, or you know, even if uh, let's say they lose by a lot, they played the best they could. I, I I'll be okay with it. And again, this is coming from a you know outside view of the team, right? Like, I mean, you you had everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. to learn about like you, you learned a lot about this team right you learned a lot about some of the pieces that you're going to have moving forward i think 
you know, for me, Hertz did enough to be able to say he's got at least a shot to be in line to be the starter for next year. I don't necessarily yeah. feel like I'm in a position where I feel like I have to mortgage the future to be able to, you know, throw a bunch of picks at, you know, name, name your guy, right. Yeah. Your, your, your Watsons, your, your Wilsons, your Rod, who, whoever. Yeah. And, and, and there's nobody that's kind of standing out above the rest in the draft to be able to kind of go, you know, so for me, I look at that and I say, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down. I, I spent all year kind of evaluating this team and kind of going week to week and saying, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're good here. Yeah, we're good there. You know, here we, we can improve here. We sucked here. Like all that this week, Manny, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be total fanboy, right? I'm going to be yeah. living and dying on every play. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I, I think the thing that, you know, that offensive line is a good um, – it's good enough to make an effect on Brady. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's the key, right? I feel yeah. like the 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 D line with Sweat and Cox and Hargrave, yeah. right, those are guys that up front can be disruptive. Um, it can be a place where, you know, you get pressure on Brady, you move him off a spot – I think if you can do that early, that could be a recipe to kind of, you know, listen, I'm never, ne- Brady is the GOAT, right? The greatest yeah. of all time here, right? I so mean, never am I ever going to take that away from him, right? But I feel like you're also dealing with a team that's kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're on the mend in terms of, you know, they, they, they're, they lost Godwin. Mm-hmm. Right. They lost, you know, Fournette is kind of iffy on whether yeah. or not he's going to start or how much he's going to play. Right. Antonio Brown is a Chilling dumpster fire off. all unto himself. Yes. You know, so yes, they still have Gronk, right? Gronk is the one piece on that offense that really scares me. Oh, right? it, it, uh, it's, it's pretty sad. It's pretty good. I mean, like, it's, it's crazy how, like, we talk about, like, yes, Tom Brady is going to be hands down one of the greatest of all time. Like, Basically, he's the Joe Montana of our generation, and like how crazy like everything's gonna happen. And yeah. you know, thing is crazy how basically the simple like, but yes, to in order to beat Tom Brady, you have to get him uncomfortable. But it's crazier yeah. enough that how hard is it to get him uncomfortable in the pocket? I mean, yes, big wow, because he. I mean, he. Look no further than that game earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. They gave they they played basically played pre, the Eagles played prevent basically all 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 game, nah, you can't and he play. just dinked and dunked to death, right? Like what mm-hmm. what did I hear someone say? Death by a thousand cuts, yes. right? He was he was ready to just say, all right, you're going to give me six yards, I'm going to take six yards, right. I'm going to run fourteen play drives, I'm going to dink and dunk all the way down the field, and then we're just going to put the ball in the end zone and the game is not nearly indicative of the end score, right? Mm-hmm. That the Bucks had that game in hand all yeah. game. They gave up points late in the fourth quarter in garbage time that made it look as though if you were close like, enough to get it. You just if if you were just a fan, you just went back and looked at the box score and you see 28, 22, they right. score points late, right? You 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 might get a very very different impression of that game. 
Yes. But I, I think that out of all the teams that they had the potential to be matched up against, does it feel weird to you to say the team that is quarterbacked by Tom Brady could potentially be the best matchup for them to potentially maybe walk out with a win? Um, yes. I mean, Grant said that the Buccaneers of now is not the same Buccaneers team of last year um, right. completely. I mean, they, they're they the number two seed, but they they stumble into the two seed, so to say. So, we, you know, you have that chance to impress and win that game. Uh, but again, like going back to the other game we had earlier this season, um, it's one of those things like if you don't really, you know, like you said, if you don't, you didn't pay attention to the game, the box score itself is just, it, it was a close match. But, you know, uh, quarters one through, I think it was one through three. Yeah, actually, because quarter four, I don't think he, he did much. Um, it was all, but, uh, you know, Tampa Bay. The Eagles were just practice squad until the fourth quarter. It was like, okay, you know, we got the rhythm going. We try and make some points. We did some plays. Um, you know, even going back to that one, Goddard, you know, Got in, involved in the mix in the first three quarters. He wasn't even around for that whole game. Right. So it's one of those things like, you know, the plan is there. We have we have the pieces to get it going and to win if we could. But again, the inconsistencies can hurt right. us at the end of the day. They they can't afford to start slow in this game no, at no, all. No, I, I think that the key thing here is if you if we start on offense, get the ball, get down the field. It's really you know. You know, down there, and again, like yes, you know, expectations of winning are pretty high. Like, right? You know, that's I think I looked at it. I think on ESPN, the chances of winning are like twenty three percent. But you know, we're make playoff experience, so hopefully we can build on this next year. You know, look at the draft. Hopefully, get you know the key pieces, some you know offensive linemen, um, some receivers because the receivers right now, you know, they're basically practice squad receivers. Um, right. I mean, you them, saw you saw that on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you you saw that on Sunday. You saw that the guys that their their depth, especially at the wide receiver position, is an issue. Oh, it's right Af- yeah. after that first tier, right after the guy the guys that they got on their roster, right Af- yeah. after Smith and and Watkins, right? You you really don't have any kind of depth. No. Where like in the draft, I would love for those draft picks to be on the defensive side. Right. You yeah. get opportunities to put, you know, a guy, you know, okay, pick at, at 16, 17, and whatever, 19. 19, yeah. Pick three guys that played on Monday night. Like any of those guys that played on Monday night, I'd be okay with. Yes. The yes. kids that are playing at Georgia and Alabama are just different. I oh. saw, Manny, the most alarming thing that I saw over the weekend, or not over mm-hmm. the weekend. Like I want to say either Tuesday or today, I can't remember. Someone put together a, a roster uh-huh. of NFL guys from Alabama. It's a very, very an entire team. roster. Yes, all eleven pieces on offense, all eleven positions on defense. It, yes, like just just like so, yeah. where I feel like that depth, that wide receiver depth, could be a place where you might address that in free agency. Oh yeah, you're gonna have all the you're gonna have all the Wentz money coming off the books. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean I agree. Like if um you know if I was drafting, I will stick with the defense slash you know um linemen and so forth. And for you know the big positions again, the wide receivers, right. 
we yep. need to go free agency. We need to go into like one of those, you know, we grab those people, you know, the Devonta Smiths or like anybody who's available that has experience in the NFL, you know, an older veteran. Because we also like we're a young team. Manny, what, Manny, what about a guy like Mike Williams? Play, he's playing for the Chargers right now. Yes, right, like a taller, big body guy. Uh, yes, and he has, you know, the potential. I mean, you saw him play on uh, uh, on Sunday night, and you, you did a great job with, yep. you know, a rook, second year quarterback. But the fact that like, he made the, you know, and Herbert back, can sling it. Yeah, Herbert can sling it, but to be in that right spot, right play, and then, I mean, the last, I think, in the fourth quarter, he had one, he had three catches, and I think there were like sixty some yards. Right on three catches because yes, he got it in the ten yard line, but then he ran for another fifteen to twenty yards, and right. you know the back the backfield couldn't stop him. Something like that, we you know as as the eagle fan, as as the eagle player, you know as a team, that right there can that can alleviate the run game because then they'll respect the, right. the receiver and then open up the the middle or or um open up the box, and then the yeah. same thing vice versa because then the run game starts playing and with a mobile quarterback, you know that becomes a triple threat. Um, right. So it's, it's, yeah, it's no, it's I think it's there. It's I think there. you're, you're, you're kind of onto something with like, with the game plan of, you know, yeah. if I'm putting together, you know, and Adam's asking predictions for Sunday, right? So if I'm putting together a game plan for Sunday, the run game's got to be huge. Yes. Right. Definitely. You gotta, you gotta make an emphasis on whoever is in your backfield, right? If mm-hmm. it's Sanders and he's healthy enough to hold the ball. Great. If it's Jordan Howard, who's going to be your short yardage, pound, you know, ground and pound guy. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be Boston Scott, if it's going to be Kenny Gainwell, like you name yeah. it, right? Establish the run. I think the key is going to be long drives. Yes. Right? If they can, if they can get third down conversions, keep Brady off the field. The more you can keep Brady off the field, mm-hmm. the less he can hurt you. Yes. Um, we, and we, then hopefully that opens up Goddard, right? That run. That, that, that focus on the run allows them to you know run the the play action to you know maybe get Goddard in a flat or get Goddard down a seam. Yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, the key that you said, you know, keep Brady off the field, but the key with that one is we need to have short third downs. If we right. keep, if we do one of those things like you know we push it, you know, ground and pound. And you know, second and eight or second and seven, and then right. three out, you know, third and fourth, third and three, third and two. Those are better, you know, we have a better chance to be on the field than when we start making, you know, those, you know, third and eights or third and tens, or even like the penalties. I mean, um, I know that well, I don't know what the Bucks uh we have uh yeah, so Pierre Paul is questionable, but I think he actually might start, uh he might be back by the time. He might, be, he might be starting. Vita, Vita Vea is yeah, a, they, uh, a monster yeah. in there. He, he's just dominant on the nose guard. But, like, you know, keep him contained. Get those short guards. We right, could. In there. Yeah. I mean, overall, the prediction for myself, I mean, my prediction will be, you know, something like 28-14 at the end of the game or, you know, 28-17 because, like, the first play, the first series is going to be, like, you know, 10 plays for a field goal. Like, and yes, you know, in a regular season game, that's okay because then we can build on that one. But for a playoff right. and with the defending champion, no way in hell. We, we right. And I think maybe that might be something that could play to their advantage. Yes. Right. That they played all the way into February, that mm-hmm. there was some turmoil at the end of the season. It's kind of turning on, you know, maybe Chilling. it turns on its side a little bit. 
I think you can take it. You you might be able to take advantage of that. Um, then again, right? You also have to consider. You're talking about Bruce Arians, who's a savvy coach, who's a yeah. savvy vet, who's taken multiple teams. Whether he's on the coordinator role, uh, to you know, he he went he went with the Steelers to the Super Bowl. You know, I think that that is not to be overlooked. Um, but again, Manny, I'm going 100% fanboy here. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm all in, you know, hey. I, I'm feeling like, like there's a couple of, we, we got a couple of IOUs for Brady that we need to cash in. Yes. You know, yes. the, you know, and, and for the bucks too, right. We got a, we got an IOU mm-hmm. for the bucks to, you know, when we close down the vet, all you right. know, and you know that, and you know, we got to watch Rondé Barber run down and, you know, <laughs> go out to San Diego and, and steal mm-hmm. that Super Bowl. Yes. You know, that should have been number one. Right. And then you got the flake gate where oh, they're, yeah. uh, you know, the, the whole, actually oh. not the flake gate, but they were filming the practices in, down in Jacksonville. Yep. They knew the plays that we were running. And oh, yeah. No, I, I feel mean, like we got, we got a couple of IOUs that we need to cash in. So, you know, I, I feel, and, and also, man, I feel like the Tampa fan base might be kind of like laying in the weeds on this one. I feel like they're playing like they're like, ah. We'll wait, yeah, the- and with that, with that being said, like I, I do feel that the the Bucks fan base, even the Bucks itself, might be thinking it's gonna be a pushover. And you know, that so. right there is one of those things that I, I'm yeah. hoping, you know, that we can we can take advantage of. Especially, especially again, like yeah, like you know, we ran the ball nine times. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be set deep at the beginning of the game, and then we can take advantage of the whole thing. Right. And go on, like they're there's a lot of variables in play that could give us the advantage. Um, right. Are we going to execute it on them? Probably not, but they're there for a reason. They're there for, yeah. a reason for us to win. So listen, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a tight one. Okay, I'm going to go ahead. like 24, 21, Ooh. 28, 20, uh, like I'm trying to think of a good number here, like 28, 24, Something like that. I'm gonna go birds. You go birds. And I'm just gonna say, you know, the, you know, we're we're gonna cash in a bunch of IOUs. Um and Get ready, ready. Get ready. And, and, and we're gonna we're gonna take the we're gonna take together, you know, come back, come back from Tampa with a with a win. And then, you know, where's next? So you know, then we're going to Lambo. Yeah. Well, so uh Manny, here we go. All right, so we got the birds in. All right, let's talk about the, the NFL. The, the, the matchups and you know I'm I'm gonna let you kind of talk about your Raiders a little bit, okay. Based on the on the way that that season ended. I mean the the final game of the season. How you know what a great way to finish the you know the NFL. That season. was bonkers. It was. Um, crazy part is that you know that scenario of if you tie, you both get in. I think I've never you know all my life I've never seen that scenario just like that. If you both win or tie, you both are in the playoffs. And, like, you know, that's one of those things, like, I, you know, again, it's, it was something crazy and so forth. You know, Grant said that, like, other, play, you know, other teams were waiting for that one. You know, right. like, um, the Steelers, like, if one only one team won, no matter which team won, they were in, and they were just going crazy. Like, I know Steelers fans itself, they were, like, you know, freaking out when they tied it in the fourth quarter and they're freaking out when they tie it again in overtime. 
and they were freaking out when the clock was still going down and nobody was making a move and they were like oh my god oh my god and it's like okay okay and then that field goal again it was crazy um this game how about, how about the chargers coach calling a timeout you know what it, it's like uh, and, 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 like and at the, that point what are you doing well he he wanted the ball back and that was the problem the whole thing I mean, I don't think he was really thinking about the tie either. But and if they run, <laughs> but well, if he just lets the clock run, it, it, you know, like, um, the head coach of the Raiders, he literally was like, you know, I, I was in the back of my mind, I was thinking about the, you know, the the tie and so forth. But when I noticed that he called a timeout, it was one of those, okay, you know what? He doesn't really care about, you know, he he just wants to win. So okay, fine, let's give him the loss, give him the L. Then I myself, you know, as a Raiders fan, Chargers going home even better. Um, you know, we'll see them no more. It was a you double know, win for you, exactly. You know, the same way how like an Eagles fan, if the Cowboys would have gone home at the same time, it'd be it's exactly the same thing. But it was just one of the things that I was like, wow, like why would you again? Why would you call the timeout? And the reason is because he wanted the ball back, not right. realizing that you know Jacobs could pick up another ten yarder, being a closer field goal. And again, it's an indoor field, no win, and the kicker is clutch. Why you know? Why would you do that to yourself? You could have so, kicked that thing from 75 yards. Pretty much. And he would have probably made it easily and so forth. But going back to the playoffs itself, like going to the Bengals Raiders, um, you know, beginning uh during the season, the Raiders won um comfortably during, against the Bengals. But this is a whole different even though it's like you know, 10 games uh no, seven games ago, this right. Bengals team is a completely different team than it was back They're then. a monster, man. Yes, that uh, Chase kid, it's Joe, Joe Burrow and and you know and Chase, they're a monster movie waiting it's, to happen every every Sunday. It's literally one of those things that's like it's just crazy. I don't know how you know that that duo didn't click earlier in the season. But even so, like, yeah, like it's a whole different uh, Bengals team, and you know, Raiders are a hot weather team. I mean, it's gonna be, yeah. supposed, to be like, supposed to be like 35 degrees and windy. Um, I'm hoping that you know that doesn't really impact the game, but it's gonna be some some type of impact. I'm hoping that with that being said, Josh Jacobs kicks in in high gear and continue what he did at the end of the season, so we can spread out the game, um, you know, spread out the ball and have you know your um, uh, oh man, the red four uh, red fours getting getting inside, getting those you know yeah. five to ten yards pick and so forth, and then getting you know Max Crosby. Continuing his dominance and so forth, it's and yes, crazy. we, we did. Lose, watch. Yes, he is fun to watch, and we did lose. Uh, you know, a few. We lost um this guy from the uh, the line, um. But even so, I, I feel that we could. You know, we have, we can win, but it's gonna be one of those tight ones in itself. And then um, moving down the playoff list, I mean, if you look at it, this is like a what's what of a great season. Um, I'm hoping for the Niners to like destroy the Cowboys. Um, uh, listen, I'm 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 here for all of that. Yes, yes, because um, you know, I, I not to hate like that big hate of Cowboys, you know, nation and so forth, but the Cowboys itself have gotten to the point that even though they're twelve and five, they think that this is their year, and they don't realize that they still got a long way to go within the NFC. I mean, you're talking about you know the Packers, you're still talking about. The Rams, the Cardinals that they beat them like not even like three weeks or four weeks ago. Um, you're talking about the, the Packers, you know, Lambeau Field, like you know, that right there, unless you're Tom Brady, you're almost not guaranteed a, a win there easily. Yeah, listen, I, I don't like I don't see a matchup for the Cowboys that I like. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, they to me are, they're a paper tiger, right? Yes. They're, they're, the, they're, they're constantly good during the regular season, right? They win, yeah. they, they win the division and then they take a dump in the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the Jimmy G that's going to go out there and sling it all over the field and yes. watch Debo Samuel, you know, score from, 64 different positions and you know just uh i i really you know i think that you know i saw the the stat that i saw with digs that you know although he does have a an, an insane number of interceptions mm-hmm. right he's also giving up a lot of yards so yes. that could be a place where you could hit him on a double move that you could you know maybe exploit him trying to take advantage of a route yeah um but you know that i mean Diggs is incredible on on the on the edge for them, you know, out, outside garden, probably whatever the you know the number one is. Yeah. And then, you know, and then Parsons is just running sideline to sideline, week to week. Um, but I, I I'm I'm here for all things 49ers. Yeah on Sunday. I mean it, it's uh it the Cowboys this year have struggled with the one two combo, meaning that whole right. quarterback slash running back team that can move the ball either by passing or by running and right. with that being you know with that game plan it that should be the game plan with everybody you know in the nfl right like, that execute it perfectly to the point that a team cannot you know make up the minds and stop stop them that's the part that's pretty scary and again like you know it i i think i don't you know everybody in the you know five six seven spot have a rough road so to say but if you look at it the cowboys i think have the hardest road to get into because even though they're the lower of the higher seed they still got to face you know you're talking about yes if they beat the niners you still got they face either you know buccaneers or even the cardinals or even the rams and that whole thing or you know that whole top that whole top slot in the five six that's crazy you know not to say yeah, that every everybody above them is gonna give them hell their money's worth and their, their money's worth plus some. Yes. So yeah, and like going back down to the, the list of like you know NFL you know like play games. Um, I'm excited for the Patriots Bills just because I want to see what Belichick is gonna bring to the table to, on the playoffs. I mean, it's his first playoff. Uh, this first playoff since Brady left. You know, he proved yeah. himself that he's actually a good, uh, a smart head coach. Other than you know, and trying to you know change his sins of the other scandals that he had in the past. Um, right. But you he's know, got enough yeah, of them. Exactly, and you talking about, but the fact that he's back in the playoffs and back ready to roll. I want to see if he a comes back, comes out hard swinging, and basically makes Josh Allen look like a fool. Or he's gonna play that conservativeness that he usually does sometimes, and then it, you know, the Patriots are out of the game before the game even started. So that one's gonna be, I think, the I think that's gonna be the interesting one of the. Man, of you the remember game. the last time they matched up, and how Belichick approached that? I think uh, we might see a repeat of that. Yeah, they went up there. I remember that that was that was a time where the Patriots ran, I think, three running plays. Or they ran they they ran four pass three or four pass plays the entire game. Yes, right. Like uh, the Matt Jones was like, you know, three for four for yeah. like, like 
27 yards and they ran the ball. They controlled the clock. You know, Belichick just has a way of just saying, you know, forget you. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. You can't stop it. Try to stop it. More than welcome to try. But like, he to me is just, yeah, no, he's to me, he's, he's proven that, you know, having Brady was just icing on the cake. Yeah. Right. He was going to make, you know, and, and and even for Belichick at the beginning of the season to just identify the fact that like I can do this with Mac Jones, I really don't need Cam Newton. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start this train early. Um, yes. That that's gonna be fun. And the and the Bills defense is solid. They're getting you know the the it's gonna be caught right. It's gonna be another you know, one of those another cold weather Buffalo right. games. Oh yes, yes. Uh, and and um. Funny joke There's gonna be about a lot that. of shirtless people going through uh, tables. lunch tables. <laughs> yes, yes. But going back to the whole Belichick and the quarterback with Jones. Um, yeah. A while back, I saw this like ESPN had this thing about how um, Jones was week one press conference compared to I think it was like week fifteen conference, and his like demeanor changed dramatically. And I was like, this is what happens when Belichick takes over. Uh, the first the first interview he was like very excited you know giddy you know so and then the last last interview he was like almost you know um you know getting ready for next week that's just getting ready for next week and it was like wow like it's true belichick trained him really well to the point now he can answer the same way belichick does and it's pretty pretty wild right yeah didn't take very long did it no I mean, if, I guess if you want to win, you gotta follow what the recipe entitles. So it's true, right? So, yeah. Now, what about, what about the there are two games that we haven't talked about, right? The Steelers, Chiefs, and the Cardinals, Rams. We're having a Monday night game, right? Yes, Cardinals, Rams. I mean, the battle of basically the NFC West. Looking at that one, uh, the Cardinals, Rams. Um, I think they did, I think they split the season, right? They won. They yes. won each one yeah, in their home games, so. field and so forth. Um, I mean, they both lost last week, so hence that's why they're a five six. Um, I mean four or five uh, matchup by itself. Uh, I the Cardinals have been fun to watch this year. Um, the Rams have a powerhouse. They're at L.A., so I think the Rams have the edge on that one, just because you know. The fan base won blood after last week's, uh, you know, debacle, and Seriously. Matthew Stafford had, you know, has to step up. Like this is his chance to actually, you know, win a playoff game. Did he win? Yeah, to win a playoff game because, you know, if he's he, he doesn't won. win, he, he he played one. He played one year. playoff game. Oh. That one, the the game. Yeah, that he he to me is just a guy that I just don't trust. I hate to say it, he's no, talented he, as hell. He can throw the ball it, all over the field, but yes. when it comes to crunch time, meaningful games, right? He's got, I think he's got four or five pick sixes this year. Yes, it's, it's pretty high compared to the, everybody else in the NFL. Uh, he reminds me of a uh, Peyton Manning. You know how Peyton Manning, every, se- every season, he was like the best ever, but when it came to playoff, yeah. I mean, his Super Bowl uh, record. And yes, I, I'm saying Super Bowl record because it's easier to remember. It's like two and and two and five or two two and three, two and three, two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you know to get to that to the Super Bowl, he had a rough time. 
And yes, he had to deal with the Patriots. Yes, he had to deal with, you know, um, well, mostly the Patriots and the Steelers, actually. <laughs> I just realized that. Just say, bad, yeah. Remember that you remember that graphic that was going around that like the, the quarterback that was representing the AFC for the longest period of time was it was yeah. either Brady, Manning, or Roethlisberger for yeah. like the longest forever, yeah. Almost and like two de- like uh, for, for what felt like close to two decades. Yeah, and it's it, that's the crazy part. Like, but that's what you know, that's what Stafford reminds me of. Like during the season, he can, you know, do whatever he needs to do. They're gonna get some win. Um, he'll have a rough loss here and there. Um, he'll throw a pick six and we'll be talking about it, you know, on the playoffs. But play in the end, like I need to like, you know. He's not consistent enough to be like, you know what? I'll pick Stafford. And yes, you know, he got traded to go to a good, a better team because, you know, the Detroit Lions are the Lions. So, but, you know, it's it's still, it's it's just crazy. Like, I I want to hope, I'm hoping that that game does not determine, like, the, you know, clumsiness of the play calling or even the clumsiness of the decision making on the field can lead to basically like a, you know, a 33-7, 33-9 game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. The Cardinals' defense is pretty, it's pretty solid too. I mean, even it's though pretty they, good. it's going to be, it's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it has the potential to go either way, right? It has the yes. potential to go, you know, completely off the rails, or and be or a blowout in one direction, or it could be one of those games. Like it was with San Fran on Sunday, where it's yes. going, where they're just trading touchdowns back and forth all game. Yeah, and then going to your other game, the Steelers um, Chiefs game. Right. I am very, very pessimistic towards the Steelers. No, Jeremy, you're wrong. Yeah. Like they did their job to get into the playoffs, and they, you know, their defense is still up there somehow, even though like the offense is close to garbage um, right. in place. But that right there, like it's um it's unfair. I'm just gonna say unfair. Just because no. well I mean towards the end of the season the Chiefs found their stride in terms of like you know Tyreek Hill and Mahomes connecting again. Travis Kelsey coming back to the point that he can actually be effective. Um Edward Solaire in place to the point that you know mm-hmm. even their backups are doing well. Like I think it's it's it Williams or Drake. Um the the, the second stream uh, running back is actually averaging as much yardage as Edward Solaire. So like that right there, like you know, on paper, it should be one of those major blowouts in place. I'm hoping that you know the yeah, that it could be. Um I'm hoping the I like close games. Like close games are 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 fun, entertaining, entertaining. Even though if, if you're not a fan of the team, like I'm hoping, you know, as a Raiders fan, I'm hoping the Chiefs lose. But as a as a as a as a fan of the sport, I'm hoping that they actually have you know a good game that I can be like, you know what, that was actually well deserving, and nothing like you know one of those like they did again like five weeks ago that you know, right, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think it, 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 it all told, I think it's going to be a, a very entertaining weekend. Uh, yes. I'm curious to see how it plays out with their new format with having a game on Monday night and how that translates to uh, the, the, the next week. I just don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm just curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, the format itself, I'm not a big fan. 
I mean, at home Monday night. So then they get, like, I'm pretty sure they'll slot them for the Sunday afternoon game. Probably it's going to be like a Sunday late game, like a Sunday, yeah. maybe it's a Sunday night game. Who knows? Yeah. But that whole, that, that itself, like, if you're have like one team playing, like, I don't think that that should be happening because, yeah, it's granted that it's the ran, like a team that my team or the Eagles not playing at that time, mm-hmm. but it's, it's an unfair advantage, even so. Like, that yeah. Saturday Sunday situation, like if your team, if your team if your team playing on Saturday and they play Sunday, that's a whole extra day that they have to rest compared to the other team that probably played on Sunday and is gonna right. play on Sunday again or vice versa. Like it's 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 like the consistency. There, there, there is a unique disadvantage yes, in that and, case, and I don't think the the league is the the league really cares because you know. We're gonna watch it and we're gonna bet on it because people are gonna start betting on the you know over unders and the crazy stuff. <laughs> FanDuel, because, because people will legit bet on anything. Yes, FanDuel and Barstool and all the way. Like, oh, you know, ten dollars you get an extra fifty dollars back, you know, something like that. But right. um, it's one of those things of like, you know, you try to talk about fair play and that's not fair play whatsoever. There's no way also like true. That, yeah, yeah, it should be in in place. Uh, I mean. But that's just you know a, a, a guy from you know middle of PA talking about on a you know on the on the Wednesday after Wednesday night. Manny, so. before we switch to the Sixers, give me your Super Bowl. Um, a Super Bowl prediction. Um, I'm hope I'm going fanboy right here. Um, impossible or well, improbable? Not impossible. Improbable will be the Raiders, uh, Eagles. Um, there we that, go. That'll be impro- <laughs> Um, Shades of New Orleans, right? Exactly. I'm just saying it that way because I'm a fanboy. Realistically, I, I get um Adam said, uh, Chiefs will make it right. in four say. And I'm thinking the Packers. Um, the reason Man, why I last last week Chip and I were talking, yeah, right. And the one and the the conclusion that I came to after I kind of sussed it out and talked it out a little bit was, it's going to be the State Farm Super Bowl. Yes, yes. It's, it's going to be State State Farm. State Farm is going to be plastered all over Los Angeles. Yes. You're going to have the, I just I, – I don't – to me, the Chiefs are a team that until you knock them off, mm-hmm. they're just going to they, – they figure out ways to get it done. Yeah. Um, and I just don't see anybody going I, – I don't see a team – in the NFC that's going to go into green Bay and beat Rogers at home in the cold. I just don't see it. Yeah. So. And compared to other years for that one, since, you know, like last year, Brady went to Lambeau and won the whole thing. Um, oh shit. Sorry. I just saw the, I saw the comment about Adam. I want to see it that way, but, um, Oh. Compared to last year in the Buccaneers and um, <laughs> the Bucks going into Lambeau and destroying it, um, they're a whole different team. And the Buccaneers are not the same team. And any other team that goes up there, you know, Rodgers is more is very very comfortable. Granted, they could you know go the other way, but so forth. Right. And going back to this one, I thanks Adam. I'm actually going to switch to Nickelodeon on that game to see it that way. Maybe a little more entertaining. I, I saw a clip of it last year. Um, was it last year? Or the year before. Last year, when uh, Drew Brees, the Saints were in uh, in the playoffs, and it was pretty fun. I mean, Manny, if they if they if they want to grow the game and get younger kids interested in it, because there are plenty of younger kids that aren't. Yeah, 
Perfect way, right? Put one game on a week. Yes. Put one game on a week, throw it on Nickelodeon, let a bunch of goobers go on there and 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 do the announcing, right? But make it young, make it fun, make it, yeah. you know, but make it educational. Well, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's a great idea. And, and that's what the whole Nickelodeon thing is. Like uh like the 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 one on the same game, like they had the college commentator, but he was actually explaining the rules as the game was going. Right. So that way the kids can understand why it was a penalty and like why couldn't you do it? Or I think actually the one penalty was a holding and it had SpongeBob and Patrick, you know, show what a holding is. When though, when he when, when Alvin Kamara was diving into the end zone, right? Yeah, the yeah, whole thing, like that. The end zone explodes in slime. Like yes. it was great. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fun. So I'm um, I'm I definitely will do watch that one on Nickelodeon. So but yeah, no, I mean, like the State Farm Bowl, as we should call it from now on, it's it's very, very, very possible compared to the you know fanboy in me with the Eagles, you know Raiders game. <laughs> Throwback to Super Bowl, what's it, thirteen when that that we played uh, back in the eighties? Yeah, so. I, be- I believe so. I want to say thirteen, maybe. Yes. So. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. 